when I grew up, I was told are we vote Democrat and the Republicans are against us. And I never really received, they never really gave me any more explanation than that. We vote Democrat and Republicans against us. And that's pretty much what we, um, what we, what I believed. That's what I got to. And when I go to the poll, I don't really know much about the people that I'm voting for. And I had this one lady dead ass walk in my poll one time and flip the switch on all Democrats. I said, ma'am, I asked her for a help. And she was like, oh, don't worry. Let me show you what to do. Oh, she helped you. She helped you. She helped you. She went in there. That's also illegal, but she but she helped you. Are you serious? What the fuck? I know. I'm like, really? That really happened? Democrat or everything. And I feel like. She's going to vote for me, huh? Okay. We focus so much on like, you know, Democrat and Republican. We need to focus more on what do they have to say that speaks to me? And what do they have to say that speaks to my community? And I'm going to say I do vote based on race, because I want to know what they're doing in my community, which happens to be a black community. The Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast is a roundtable formatted conversational podcast about any and everything. Six black queens and kings from New York City. Sharing our views on black lifestyle, culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in a world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. All right, all right. So I guess I'm starting this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, friends. What's up, what's up? This is... This is sophisticatedly ratchet, and I'm here with my, I'm here with my co-hosts. We got, uh, we got Mo from the BX. Hey, hey, what's up? We got my man Boogie over here, living in currently in Harlem. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? I got my man Mash right now, all the way on the other side of the world. Spew God, spew God, drip drip, spew God. We here, we here. Good morning, everybody. Got TJ the Gemini. What's up? What up? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Whatever time you're listening to us. Hey. And got my man Flash, the philosopher slash audio engineer slash IT slash all that. What up, homie? What up, King? What's your name? I, um. Oh, oh, <laughs> bro. Painted ass. Me. Right. And I'm, and I'm shake once again. <laughs> I would forgot about myself again. I'm shit. The hyena, the AKA, yes. the fuck boy, the AKA, the nemesis, the hyena. AKA yeah, the, I was wa- laughing. the wanderer. The wanderer. Yes, the wanderer. Shake the wanderer. Exactly. That's a fact. David that Blaine. David Blaine. David Blaine. Yeah, he just go missing, you know. David Blaine. That that might stick. I like that. Uh, yeah, that's that's gonna have to stick yeah. for that nigga. David Blaine. David Blaine. Yo, so um, the name of this episode is Cardi B for President. And um, when I say Cardi B for President, I mean, what do you guys think about Cardi B for President? Not my president. I think, yeah. Well, yeah, he were. I say not my president, but, 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 it's, yeah. but it's a a fancy title. It's a fancy title? Yeah, yeah. So I call it Cardi B for President because- um, I think it's catchy. You like it? I want to hear um, the context. I, <laughs> I call it Cardi B for President because, you know, this is 2020. It's a presidential election year. Um, and Democrats desperately need people to come out and vote this year because, you know, it's, this is a big year. And in attempts to reach the young demographic, Joe Biden did a live Zoom with rapper Cardi B 
some some people liked it, but others were insulted, saying that you know um, Cardi B is not a politician or she's not into politics, and you know they felt like he was just using her. Some people believe that politicians are using Cardi B to dumb down the youth just to get votes. Candace Owens, I don't know if you guys know who Candace Owens is. She had a whole oh my um, god, I can't with this bitch with Cardi B. <laughs> Um, but I'm gonna give you a little background on who she is. She's a, um, she's a black author from Connecticut uh, who supports Trump. She's been a registered Republican since 2017. Before 2017, she was actually a liberal and she became a Republican. From what she said, she just turned Republican overnight. Some sort of scandal happened and, you know, Republicans backed her and she decided she was gonna be down 100% with Republicans. Um, She's known for her criticism of the Democratic Party, first off, Black Lives Matter, and also George Floyd. I don't know if you guys remember her statements about George Floyd and what she was saying. You know, he's what a did drug she addict. Say? She said he was a drug addict and that he's a um he's a criminal and he should not be hailed as a hero. Uh, it does not she's matter. Inappropriate. Does not she's matter. inappropriate. Did, did she say anything towards his like specifically about his death in terms of of whether it was right or wrong? No. Anything to that capacity? No, she doesn't. She she doesn't believe that there are any inequities with black people in America. Or and the way that, that we're policed. That she, that's the rhetoric she's that she spews in order to, I guess, please the Republican Party, which is her base. And I guess the people who buy her books, because she is an author, she she characterized Trump as the savior of the Western civilization and argued that Trump neither engaged in rhetoric that is harmful to black people, nor has he proposed policies that would harm black people. All right. So this is Candace Owens. I just wanted to give you guys a little background. Candace believes that Joe Biden doesn't care about, nor does he listen to any of Cardi B's music. Like this was her critique of the Democratic Party and in using Cardi B. She says that he's just using her to appeal to young black people who they believe are uneducated and unintelligent. My question is, do you agree? I don't know if that would be um, something I would disagree or agree with. I think that pol- politicians typically use people to get votes. You know what I mean? So and uh, okay. the, the video that, that you're talking about that I got a chance to see, I didn't. I didn't feel like it was an interview. I thought they were just talking. Me neither. Yeah. So this is more. I yeah. I felt that L quote unquote interview was not an interview. I felt it was a conversation. Mm-hmm. Cardi B was basically stating things that she would like to see and was just expressing what she did not like. You know, currently going on, but it wasn't an interview. She wasn't necessarily asking Biden any questions, and to me, Biden wasn't asking her any questions. He was just. It was a conversation that they were having about you know basically voting or you know she just expressed some of her concerns and you know what she would like to see going on that's how that's how i interpreted it you know that was that's on that's me yo flash you have something no i I was just looking at it like you know when 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 you have politicians that get on like you know like biden or whatnot who get on board with like trying to interview people like Cardi B or speak to just public figures. I, I, I don't, I don't look at it. I look at it more like they're trying to seem like they're getting an endorsement. Mm-hmm. You know, it does push the agenda like that. This person has a bunch of followers that if they see like, yo, I catered to this particular uh, candidate or whatnot, you would think like, oh yeah, it's going to draw the votes out for people who support that particular artist or that 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 figure or whatnot, not not political figure, but just like whoever's famous at the time that supports certain parties or 
candidates. That's all. Got you. Yo, I um, agree. Boogie, you put up sophisticatedly ratchet. What, what, what you mean by that? The question in the situation, when you think about it, like, obviously you can't, Candace can't prove any of this, but mm-hmm. you, you can look at it and, and can see where, where she's coming from regardless of that. But I don't like, I don't feel like Biden is treating, um, the demographic or at least black people as un- uneducated, unintelligent. I do know that he wants the black vote. That's why it makes sense that, that you, you know, you see him with someone with Cardi B who's very popular mm-hmm. right now. But I don't, I don't think that means that like just because Cardi, you know, or, you know, just because Cardi supports Biden doesn't mean that people who want to flock to Biden now want to support him are un- uneducated and unintelligent. Maybe they are saying some things that, um, may appeal to people. That that's why the, the question is kind of like I don't uh, know, kind of like oh, it's like you could answer yes or no if you, you really want to. Yeah, I get you. I get you, Boogie. I get you, Boogie. Also, I don't think Candace Owens is against black people. I don't think that she actually is against. I think she does understand there's a problem in the black community. It just that's she she just is allied with allied with the you no. Know, what Candace Owens believes is that we are the source of our own problems. Cor- correct. The problems right. of the black and black community start with black people, and it's our fault. And that we are the criminals. And this is the reason why they're in our neighborhoods and they're policing us the way they are. You know, it's weird. It's like you can look at that and you can see where she's coming from, even though that's it's her perspective. I feel is like kind of narrow because it makes it seem like yeah, the environment one-sided. has no kind of effect mm-hmm. on us, like in terms of the problems that we have. That's a fact. But I, like in terms of mm-hmm. but it does speak to a point where it's like you can throw it all away. You can make bad decisions. And, and there are people who've gone that route and are at the mm-hmm. way, you know, where they're at because of that. Absolutely. Again, like these kind of things, it's like the, the way she's speaking, it's like she's making it seem like that's the only, like the, it's the only, like it's the only that's viewpoint. The only, like there aren't other perspectives exactly. or other things to take into consideration. That's why I don't really agree with exactly. like how she says it. Yeah, she definitely does a wordplay. And that's what I was going to say. If she's going to talk about that, because let's be honest, it is true. We, we do, it, it is a lot of black on black crime. And I get that. However, let's also discuss the piece where, the factors you know, surrounding the, the that. factors, the other, the factors surrounding it. Exactly. And the factors of the police brutality that has been going on within the um, black and brown community. So if you're going to speak against uh, about that, absolutely. Yes. Because we have to be transparent. Yes. It does start with us. Yes. And we, we also do kill ourselves as well. However, let, like we said, let's talk about the factors about that. And let's also talk about the police brutality that we have to that we also have to face as well. So my thing, if you're going to speak about that, let's speak about both things open and honestly. You just can't point to one thing. Black on black crime pales compared to like white on black crime, in my opinion. So like that newts, I don't know, that shifts the conversation right there. I don't know stats on that. So I, I, I could not like co-sign what you just said, Boogie. But I do know that we are policed completely differently from our white counterparts or just other people. Mm-hmm. You go to the white area in Long Island, people are doing disrespectful shit all the time, and you don't see cops running through there all the time. But cops are mm-hmm. running through our cities looking for problems. When the whole quarantine yes. happened, they were arresting people because they didn't have masks on in our communities. You know, Central Park, they were handing out masks. You know, so this mm-hmm. is a huge, a stark difference in how we're policed. And I think that's a part of the inequality and how we're treated when there are issues, right? Like, just like we would have gotten locked up for killing a cop or killing somebody, I feel like there just needs to be more equality in that sense. And Cardi B spoke to that. She was like, if a cop kills somebody, mm-hmm. like kneeling on their neck for eight minutes and whatever, 40 something seconds, they should be liable to go to jail as well. And they should be, be held accountable. It, that, there should be 
equality mm-hmm. in that sense. And I know that there's laws that protect that. So we need to change those laws. Facts. But that's all I'm Absolutely. saying, the equality in that sense. And I know Cardi B definitely referenced that. I don't even remember your immediate, your initial question, Joe, but I did want to say these three oh, the things. Question I just, is, go ahead. The question was if you agree with um Candace stating that, you know, that they are targeting the uneducated and unintelligent. No, no, I, I, I would never say that because mm. there's a lot of 18 year old mill or 18 to 25, whatever mm. the quote unquote millennials are that are very intelligent that yeah. are fans of Cardi B that know more about politics than us. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, here, here's my thing though. And me personally, uh, fan, me being a fan doesn't equal you give me giving my vote because you said so. That's, that's one thing. Um, I feel like when I when I watched the interview or the um the the uh conversation between Cardi B and Joe Biden, it felt like a gimmick to me. And it felt like Joe Biden was talking to a group of high schoolers. Like it seemed like he was just giving like overall statements and not answering specifically to how he's going to deal with the problems. And I feel like utilizing I agree and disagree because I don't feel like she like asked Cardi him a B. question regarding that but go ahead I, I mean utilizing somebody like Cardi B he didn't have to ex- he didn't expect to have to deal with those type of questions as opposed to like let's say he spoke to somebody like for example um uh Candace Owens said Charlemagne he spoke to Charlemagne Charlemagne asked him specific questions to his candidacy as far as what do you plan on bringing to the table for my people or how do you plan on dealing with this situation? It felt more like he wanted to just, you know, give a speech and just, you know, it just scoop up some votes without actually giving any real context. I look at it as just straight marketing. Bro. I heard about that interview. I heard of that interview and I didn't see it myself, so I can't comment on that. Um, but this is all marketing, Boogie, right? It's all marketing. Yeah, that, like, that's that's mm-hmm. all I look at it as. Like, I don't look at it as some some. I would never expect to have some sort of truth revealing conversation from them. Mm-hmm. From oh, them I learned a lot from that interview, from that conversation. No, I no, learned I'm a not lot. saying that you can't learn from it, but it's like when you, I don't have expectations when I when when you kind of put it like that. I feel like there are people that like Denzel Washington, for example. That's that's a brother that that's spoken on a lot of issues throughout his whole career, mm-hmm. and if that brother would have been someone on the platform like talking about it. And that would have been serious because that's not, that's someone who, who does like the integrity of, of, of love for black people. That's what he has. And he would have asked questions to kind of better represent that, you know, in terms of getting answers. I don't know. I'm not saying that Cardi B that's wouldn't have marketing, done that. But, but right. that's marketing too. It, it appealed to you. It appealed to you. Right. Right. And just like Cardi B <laughs> appeals to the 18, you know, to 25 year old. I'm just saying that's marketing. And it's just how Denzel no, no, appealed I, I, to I you is the same. I, I just feel like, it's more authentic to me in terms of like having that type of person up there. Cause I, I don't know. He, I feel like he just rep or maybe even, um, like Kerry, not, I don't want to say Kerry Washington, but you know, there's, there's plenty of people that's been around that speak but on people black that issues. you feel like, like are valid. Mm-hmm. More versus. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to say, I also wanted to kind of say also with Charlemagne, that could have been an interview. I didn't see it, but, and that's what Charlemagne does. He's a radio personality and he, and he interviews people. Mm-hmm. 
Like I said, that's exactly saw, it. That's his right. profession. That's why he asked. That's why he asked particular yes. questions because that is what he does in mm-hmm. an interview. People come on there and he asks his particular questions. For me, the Cardi B, the Cardi B situation with the L magazine, that was a conversation. Cardi B did not ask Joe Biden a direct question, and to me, Joe Biden did not ask Cardi B a direct question. It was an open conversation. Yes, he did. And they were talking. He did. Right? He did. And they were talking. He you know, asked. Kinda, her, he you said, know, like, what do you? Asked, want? He, what do you want to see? He kind of said. He said, like, what do you want to see? And she just said, you know, I would like this this and that but it wasn't she didn't ask him any questions she didn't say hey what are you going to do for the community it was she a wasn't conversation. interviewing him it was just, just right she wasn't exactly she wasn't interviewing him it was a dialogue it was a dialogue but mm-hmm. what i will say it was very authentic and yes, he asked, I thought it like, was what too. do you want to see? And she said, you know, when I was in college and she brought in like her authentic experiences that I think a lot of us can relate to. When I was in mm-hmm. high school, they paid for my bus pass. They paid for I got school lunch. So I didn't have to worry about how to get places and how to eat. When I went to mm-hmm. college, I had to go all the way downtown to my to, to school. And, you know, my classes were between one and nine. That was my schedule. I couldn't eat in between that time because I couldn't afford to eat something in that area that's the right. truth that's fact that for is kids that are going to college that is true you know what I'm saying and if college was free maybe we could have a little bit of money to get a hot dog while we downtown you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. at the hot dog stand there's a lot of people that don't have money like that she spoke to a lot of things like I mentioned the whole equality how we're policed differently how they need to be accountable just like we are as civilians I'm talking about cops when they kill somebody another thing she mentioned was she also talked about day, she talked about daycare. She also daycare. talked about yes. she also talked about after school programs, how that's lacking now, you know, and to kind of build these things back mm-hmm. up in the area as far as daycare. She said, you know, thank God that I have my mother that can help me support my child. But there's there's parents out there that are working that don't and, have that money to pay for the daycare mm-hmm. for their child. So now they're yeah. in a situation. You know, so she brought up certain things. Like I said, it was a conversation. Biden shared his personal experience, too. And I and he said that he had his family members help him when his wife died and he had his his children to take care of his wife and his daughter died. And I was like, wow, that was very authentic for him to share that. And it's the truth. A lot of people experience that. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. When he mentioned yeah. the whole tax, when she said, oh, you know, Medicare and Candace Owens went in on her in the sense of a, yeah. a wordplay. But there's a difference, like Mo said. Like Charlemagne is, that's his profession. He is an interviewer. He should be coming to the table with better questions than than Cardi B. But I learned from that, a lot of millennials that listened to Cardi B that saw that L interview or conversation, quote unquote, they learned, just like I learned, that these corporations are only paying 15% of taxes on their profit, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ridiculous. They're raising taxes for all of us, but not these corporations. Like Amazon, and I, I don't know Amazon is is a Democratic supporter or whatever, but like whatever, like you're making billions, trillions of dollars. Trillions, trillions. Yep. Trillion. We're only taxing 15% of his profits. If we were taxing these big corporations, we wouldn't have all these issues that we're having. After school programs, um, childcare, um, universal mm-hmm. healthcare, all those things would have been paid for with taxes. And mm-hmm. it's their way or, and I say they, you know, quote unquote their mm-hmm. way, like um, what's his name? I forgot his name. He from Miami, the big Cali. boy. He'd be like, they, yeah, yeah DJ Kelly. Yeah, they don't want yeah, us to win. But they want to keep us down. They want to keep okay. us down. You know, they want to, whatever. I'm, I, right. I'm, I'm complete. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was the first question. Sorry, I took it away. In terms of that interview uh, between 
Candace Owens and um, I'm sorry, Candace Owens, between um, Cardi B and Biden, is it being treated as a conversation or is it being treated as an interview? Because I feel it like was, that it was labeled. It was labeled as a conversation. It was labeled. Right. That's the, exactly um, what I thought it was. I took it, it, they it, as, a conversation. it as a conversation. When you think about like Candace Owens energy, maybe she's treating it like as an interview. That like, exactly. I don't know, she was expecting it, some certain questions to be asked. Exactly. That's why I feel she's talking out of context because it was labeled. Like you said, I didn't even, and to be honest with you, Shay, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that it was, I didn't even realize that it it's was a labeled. Wordplay. Right. I didn't even realize that it was as labeled a as a conversation. And that's just, and that's just to Correct. go to show you that from my, that I said, I felt that that was a conversation. And to know that they labeled that made me feel exactly what I thought because that's exactly what exactly. it was, a conversation. So for Candace Owen to spin that as, oh, this was an interview, it was not an interview, it was a conversation. I feel like the energy is just being, being wasted because it's like, like both parties at the end are day, doing it's just that, conversation. Though. It's not like the yeah. yeah. expectations yeah, or anything parties. being done with it. Exactly. Right. You know, that's why I feel like, like, what's the point of it all? You know, I will say like the one thing that did run me the wrong way. And I think like what Candace did saying, like a rebuttal to that interview was that she was speaking on, I guess, like how, how not well versed Cardi is in politics and, you know, kind of giving her a point is to say like, oh, well, you should be doing this, this and the third to be like more political and all of this other shit. I sometimes think, and this is me personally, that, that people who, who say that shit in terms of, Oh, you're not political enough. I, f- I really feel like those type of people should like shut the fuck up about how they feel. That's so dismissive. Somebody, yeah. How they feel like somebody else should mm-hmm. display their opinion, their care, right? Their opinion for their communities and all this other shit. Because in all reality, from the time like you're brought up in certain communities, you're kind of enveloped in this whole political war that you didn't really take a part of Speak. you want to smoke weed it's a political issue you want to wear your hair in certain wait, wait, places what if you want to smoke weed it's a political issue in terms of legalization yeah. of weed if you want to mm-hmm. wear your hair in certain places it it was a political issue that's fast now you right. know now like that you get yeah. something like that correct right mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of this shit that yeah even women with braids in the military right. yeah. a lot of this shit that we experience in our communities are political issues so we should be able to speak on those things even if we're not quote unquote politicians. So I have a, I have a problem when people will sit there and tell you like, okay, they don't want to hear your voice, but they want your votes when it comes to, you know, the polls and the elections and shit. Mm. You don't got to be the most political person in order to say certain shit about your communities or what's going on in your communities. Cause at the end of the day, that's, that's where politics still stem from. It comes from like your economy and what's going on within like the regions that you, where you live in or whatnot. So and you, and if you want to change shit, exactly. sometimes it is a political issue in order for it to, happen for the change to happen that kind of that kind of leads me to my next question right the next question i was going to talk about candace argued that cardi b doesn't know anything about politics kind of like what you were just talking about and she needs to stay in her lane i find this statement very similar to laura ingram's comments a few years ago about lebron james uh when she told him when she said that he should stick to basketball and stay out of politics her exact words were shut up and dribble do you believe that entertainers should stay in their lane or do you agree that entertainers should stay in their lane mash i don't think i don't think entertainers should stay in their lane i think like flash was saying is that you live in this society so you have some input on the society you know if you feel like you want free health care because your niggas is out here dying and they can't go to the hospital and afford it then yeah you should voice for that you know those are things that you should advocate for as a citizen of this society i don't think that we are allowed to be opinionated about it like Cardi B is being chastised by Candace Owens because of her, the way she cold switches. You know, my girl Cardi B don't cold switch. You know what I mean? That's how she talk. That's how she get it in. And <laughs> I don't think she should, mm-hmm. her comment should be invalidated for that. 
just because she's not a politician. I don't think that's fair. You know, we all have that mm-hmm. right. We just don't have the platform. And they gave right. her that platform right. to be able to have that conversation. And, and just like LeBron, if LeBron has a platform, if he wants to speak on how he feels about society, he should be able to do that because he got babies. You know, right. he got a family. He got people that exactly. live in this world. And I think, and I think it's so dismissive. I think it's so dismissive for them to just tell him, "Oh, um, shut, shut up, up and dribble." Mm-hmm. Like you stated, like Very yeah, like you stated, Mash. Yes, he's a public. Like I'm figure, not a but citizen why? because mm-hmm. he's a, because he's a because he's a basketball player. He can't talk about politics. Why? His his family is important. His community. And before he was a basketball player, he was a, re- a regular little black boy in his community. So why can't he talk about the things that that he was faced with? So no, as an entertainer or a celebrity or an athlete, yes, they should be able to speak freely about what they want to see too. Why do they have to be confined to being an entertainer or being an, an athlete? No, they should be able to speak freely about what they would like to see as well. And then someone made the comment. I want to say it was Shake that said, oh, you know, it was said that Biden dumbed down whatever he was saying to Cardi B. And let's be honest, you should be speaking to everyone as as if they were an 18-year-old, in my opinion. And in my profession, as a medical professional, I have to dumb down everything that I'm saying. Because if I use all this medical jargon, they're not going to get what I'm saying. Even myself, you know, I don't, I, I'm I don't not think a, that applies to like real life stuff. Cause I feel like grown adults will probably understand what's going on. I if, disagree. If you, I, mean, I know you, nothing about gonna, politics in the sense that, you know, how many people are in Senate and how many, I don't know all of that stuff. If you ask me that, I don't know. So I feel like you should dub it down. Like, like Candace Owens said that Cardi B was stupid for saying that she wanted healthcare, but low taxes, you know, like I, I don't see but that was a word play. Things, Right. I don't see how those two things make her ignorant. You know what I mean? Because just because she's not familiar with the process or the technical way it would have to happen doesn't mean she can't want it to happen. Well, I feel like we put so, a lot of energy into what Candace Owen is saying. It's like because it's not just her. We have to put energy into it because it's not just what her. What Cardi B was saying was unrealistic. There was a way to like say that if if you're trying to say that, hey, you can't have like free health care and lower taxes, there's a way to actually break that down for the people for, to really understand, to just call it ignorant, stupid. And is, Biden did a good job. I, I'm not debating that, but for, like in terms of Candace Owens' response, like her, it doesn't help her. It just, it's just attacking. Like if you really was to break it down for people to like really educate them, that would be something different. And, and you know what I mean? And I, I feel like that's something that pe- people pay attention to. Like in my opinion, like people don't really care about. I think that's exactly what Candace Owens was trying to do. She was just trying to attack and that was it. And she, you know, she did it in a very, you know, like wordplay cavalier way where she's like, I'm not really trying to attack you, Cardi B, but you're playing in my field now. You know, like she, she did that whole cavalier, you know, whatever thing, but that's because shade. She, yeah. She, she did the shady. shade. She had the umbrella up, the shade, <laughs> palm tree, whatever. But that's that's her role. That's how she's making her money. And that's how she gets her followers and her supporters. So I get that. But when Cardi B mentioned, yeah, I want lower taxes and I want, you know, health care. And of course, where is universal health care going to come from? It got to come from taxes. And that's why Biden addressed that. And he was like, these corporations are only paying 15 percent of taxes on their profits. That's where that money can come from. You know what I'm saying? So that's the answer to the question that you had mentioned, Boogie, but I know that you were referring specifically to Candace Owens just being, you know, like dismissive and, and mean and just. Just not addressing what she was actually saying or what she was trying to say. I feel like that would have been helpful, especially as a black one. I'm just like. But that's not what she's know. trying to do. She's not trying to do that. She's not trying to educate. Yes. I so know Boogie feels like you, she could have been given it. Like if you're talking about something, she should have also gave examples of how that was going to be done or what mm-hmm. it was. Like educate. And, and while she's talking, she should have been educated, educating 
other people at the same time and but she didn't do that but that's not either. her role though so, her role is to create right, this not. tension to get these followers why isn't so it her role yeah. if she's talking about people's playing in her field if people's playing in her field why can't that be her role she's a she's in political field right and they like they both got the same kind of Goals. She has educated like though, terms- but she educated on the other half. You know what I'm saying? She said, right. um, I can't remember specifically what she said, but she was stating in fact, she said, Oh, you know, you guys talk about how Democrats are, you know, for gay people, but Obama did nothing for gay people and Trump did or something like that. Mm-hmm. She named some stats on that and stuff like that. Yeah, she did. So she, she has been doing some little education there and there, here and there, but it's, it's more like a dig. And it is also facts, you know, like, yeah, maybe Trump is doing some things for the gay population. Yeah, he did let some criminals out on whatever. A lot of presidents do. For me, I'm just not a Trump supporter because I feel like he's just been promoting division and not supporting the issues that are happening in our communities. I have yet to have him do a press conference on the racial injustice, and I have yet to hear him talk about Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, you know, or the issues that we're having the day that we started protesting and they were burning down targets and, you know, just going crazy in the city. He, that's the day that he did the press conference on China bringing the, 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 the um, the coronavirus here. And, and what made the news was ask China. That's what made the news that day. Right. I ain't gonna hold you. And this is going to probably sound kind of crazy, but I'm kind of glad Donald Trump became president. I feel like it awoke a certain type of energy in this, in like this nation for people to start having certain conversations and to start having reality checks and realizing like how shitty things can be if we let certain things just go on like a, a certain type of course in mm-hmm. terms of, especially the, the, and I speak from the black community at least. So at least black people have, have I feel like a lot more notice is coming from our community in terms of how we need to be proactive in our communities and in government and things that we know that we need to change. And I feel like Donald Trump, it was kind of like a necessary evil. Do I want him to serve another four? Not necessarily, but I do, but I do feel like for some reason, I don't know what it is, but I feel like that it was necessary for him to become a president and for for us to experience him as a, as, as a whole. I I disagree with that 100%. I feel like the pandemic was an eye opener, but Trump was not something that we needed or, or no, 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 I don't say that we need, like, I don't think that like we should be, I don't know. I'm not, I would never be thankful for this person's president. Like, you I, know what I am mean? I, like the pandemic was no, nah, the pandemic I, mean, I get it. Had like, it happened with any other president, I'm sure it would have been difficult for anyone to navigate because we did not know how to contract the disease. Um, this virus, we didn't know how to like seclude it. It was, it's a lot of un, of the unknown. The way it was handled could have been handled better. We don't know, but I do agree with you in the sense flash that like seeing Donald Trump become president. Let's me know. It gives me confirmation that you can do anything the hell that you want. If you put your intention into mm. it and you push, you can do anything. I don't think that's the right message he's trying to send. Like, I don't think he he's trying had- to send that message. I think money also powers everything. But I now feel like Cardi B was a stripper and now she's a big time artist. You can be anything the hell that you want to be. Cardi B gives me hope. Donald Trump, in that sense, gives me hope. And I hate that the fact that I'm saying that. But it really does. Like, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do because look at these people doing what the fuck they want to do. And no shade if you're a stripper. And no shade if you're using your money to get anywhere. I'm done. Mash, would you, would you have to say Mash? I think that Flash, Flash made a really valid point in terms of the correspondence between this president and our last president. I think when Obama was in office, 
We thought change was going to be here. We got, we got a black mm-hmm. president. There's no racial inequality in the world because we got a black president and we don't need to worry about racism no more. Then finally Donald Trump came in this motherfucker and now we having a fucking quote unquote where race war from? in this motherfucker. Where, where, where it came from? A race where was the war in this motherfucker. Where was you the know racism? what I mean? <laughs> because before him, before him was like, ah, oh, nah, black people don't got to worry about shit like that. We got a black president. Right, but right. Donald Trump has brought that shit to the forefront that nah nigga you told y'all niggas was gonna come up fuck out of here and that i appreciate that context because now people can get out of that bubble to think that we we good no we not good we not good because even when we had a black president we was going through bullshit yeah so now we got an even more aggressive opposite and it's just it's even worse for us you know so i feel like we needed not that we needed it but that in the situation that we're in we need to take account for that. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I agree with the second half of what you're saying. Like, I, I fuck with it. But I feel like Obama being president, I don't think it gave us an excuse to be lazy. I feel like that was an inspiration. I feel like that was a symbol of, yeah, you can, you can, you know, take it all away. You can be, you know, strive as hard as you want to be in terms let, of let me that be specific. platform. You I'm, know? I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me, let me fine tune that. I think white people thought racism was over because of Obama, right? right. So, okay. so they they would. I think that white people would lean on the fact that how can you think there's still racism? You have a black president. You know what I mean? Mm. That's what I mean when I okay. say that. You know, I think that that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, I see it as Obama was like an inspiration, but Trump was like a revelation for like this country and shit. So yeah, it's it like really you gotta really you gotta was. take both of those. And, yeah, and we should definitely learn from him being in president like how hard we gotta go like you said man shit we you know it was a little stable period but now it's like no we're not okay so we you know we gotta do what we gotta do facts we're not okay at all i think a a big part of a big part of the issue that i have with politics well not even politics it's just people is that you know we have to learn the difference between fact and opinion you know i think 100 percent we accept or reject truth based on how we feel about it sometimes that's but our feelings don't change the facts that is the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The truth is going to be there no matter how you feel about it. You know, those emotions keep you from growing. You know what I mean? And that's what I don't fuck with. And politicians, they manipulate the facts to make it seem as though, no, they, they their opinion seems factual, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't correlate, you know, and that's what I struggle with when I have to watch political debates, mm-hmm. you know, like I would love for someone to be able to fact check people on the fly. Like, no, this is not a fact. You know, this is your opinion. Yeah. Like Candace Owen feels that black people are the reason why black people are struggling. That's your opinion. Yeah, exactly. That's not right. a fact. Exactly. You know, right. like I think that that's something I mean, but I that feel like people know that though. No, no, mm-hmm. they don't. Because people, <laughs> people want to believe that. Like, I don't look at these people as if like what they're saying is actually true. I just look at it as their opinion. I don't, you feel like. Well, you got to remember everything that you probably think is actual true. Some of, somewhat of it is opinionated to the stories and the, the, you know, whatever side of the coin you fall on to in terms of what you're being, what you're being I fed. I definitely don't doubt opinions influence facts. I, I definitely believe that. Absolutely. I just don't, I just feel like people are, you know, when people are speaking, I feel like other people who are listening can understand if this person is actually saying something that's actually factual or they're just speaking their opinion, you know, in terms of a politician or whatever. They don't, they don't know unless they know the actual facts. Like, for example, for example, right? Um, we, we were mentioning the fact that corporations only donate 15% of their proceeds to, I mean, taxes, right? 15% of their and their profit gets taxed. But we don't talk about where the tax money goes overall. Like a big right. chunk of our tax go to the military. Preach, King. You know, like that's a fact. You know what I mean? So, you know, the, the opinion would be, oh, we could just 
we could just bump up their their taxes. But nah, that money still ain't gonna come to the hood. That money gonna go across the world to to whoever other country promotes our political agenda. You know what I mean? Like it's a bigger picture. You know, but that's a fact. The opinion is we should just make them pay more. You know, mm. right? Okay, that's a very good perspective. Uh, the actual, the next question is: Would you vote an entertainer into a political office? People Arnold Schwarzenegger. See, <laughs> yeah, we already got uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, we already Trump. got an entertainer in, in he's office. A reality star. I mean, but we already got Donald Trump in office. I'm he's an entertainer. He's a reality fucking star. Would you star. vote an entertainer into political office? You personally. I would say it depends on his views. It depends on his views and how he's supporting the community. You know, if, if Ice Cube wanted to run for Senate, depending on what he's talking about or something like that, I definitely would would pay, you know pay that attention. I like Ice Cube. I, I hear him talk some real shit. Yeah, sometimes. that's a brother that speaks to a lot of issues in the in the in the community. So Fact. that's a brother I would vote into office. But I did also hear him say not to vote Democratic, and I didn't like that. I don't feel like that supports our community right now because it's it's either Trump or whoever's against Trump. And right now, I'm like whoever the fuck is against Trump at this point because I need him out of here. That whole the hate that he's promoting. I'm just like, I have no tolerance for that. Anyone yeah. trying to throw away their votes by voting for Kanye West or anything. Like, and it's like, I feel like we're so desperate to get rid of him. We may be, we may be getting another devil in disguise. I know. So, and like, that's, 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 that's another perspective to look at it from. And it's like, but I, it's I, hard. I, I don't it, care. It really is hard. I need but no, nah, I feel you. Like either or, you're fucked either way. But yeah, either way, it's just <laughs> you just try to do the best. I don't you want can, that, honestly. <laughs> honestly, but but Trump is just too, and he's just blatant and outright about it. That's the you know what I mean, which is just ridiculous, ridiculous. I do feel like public awareness is is better though. Like I know that like yeah, I can't speak for the public, but me, I don't really have that much faith in the government in terms of like, like human needs or whatever. Big, like I, I kind of expect big facts, that. King. Big facts. Like mm-hmm. I, I kind of think like what I mean to say is like, I kind of expect that when I need to get something done, I don't think the government's going to hold us down. It's like, it's fact. on us to kind of do that. That's kind of the impression that the government's been giving me for quite some time. And I feel like that is being, that's more transparent now than ever that the right. government is Absolutely. not as reliable as we think them to be. You see, you speak into like the whole fucking like left and right wing, but like, like belief of thoughts in terms of what you feel like you're supposed to do and what you feel like your government is supposed to do. But, I mean, the government has responsibilities. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but what you just said in terms about like, you know, like we have a responsibility more so than the government, a, a lot of the thinking between like w- what they call like the left and the right, like the left actually thinks like, yo, the government should have more of a say in how we situate and control our communities. And while the right, which is like the people, the, the Trump, the Trump people uh, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, the conservatives and all this other stuff the people who don't want to wear masks and who want to be liberated and, and all this other stuff, they believe like, yo, you should be able to do what you want to do, especially with like, you know, your companies, how you make your, how you make your money and your earning and your, and, and your living in this nation or whatnot. And like, you shouldn't have too much of a government interference for a lot of things, as long as you're not doing any harm to, to like the next person. Mm-hmm. So, so or they're not doing nothing immoral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, illegal or something like that financially. I don't know. Immoral is something that you got to, yeah, you know, know. Like, see governor shit. But, but when you yeah. say that, like I said, this is why we have like these main, mainly two parties who are always going to be on opposite ends of the coin because the, the thought process sometimes behind it is like, yeah, we should be doing more. You do have people like, I don't, I hate to go back to Candace Owens, but like she does, that's kind of how she feels in terms of the black community. She wants the black community to do more, but she wants the black community to do more from within and not really depend on like external yeah. help. 
in terms of like certain like government programs. I don't think that's realistic though. Like you need help. Like you have to do stuff yourself, but you do need assistance. I, I don't feel like it shouldn't be mutually exclusive. I feel like both should be in play. She's not saying that you you know we we, we shouldn't have assistance, but she was saying that we should be doing more. And I agree that to, to a certain mm-hmm. extent because I, and I and I see shit from both sides. And I'll just be honest, but yeah, I, I do as well. Yeah, but we have like a a very like t- I don't I don't I don't mean to say we, but there's a very like toxic thing that goes on in politics where it's like if somebody doesn't if somebody's just on this opposite end of the coin you're supposed to like cut them off and not hear what they have to say and that's how communication kind of suffers when it comes to solving and resolving a lot mm-hmm. of shit so that mm-hmm. this is why like i'm learning to change my thought process in terms of like it doesn't matter whether you're republican or democrat or in the middle you fall wherever right. in the middle it's more or less can we can we approach the table as civilly as possible yeah and right and that's what the guy that's what the government's supposed to be able to do but unfortunately and i and i've seen it in both sides of the parties where it's like i have let's say if i was voting democrat and i had a republican friend people like i've seen democrats who say like yo i can't fuck with this person because they're republican and that that's not really like a Mm -hmm. a great reason to not see somebody's views or hear somebody out and I agree. I mean, that's, that's, and that's I agree not with that. Flash. Not that's only just... that, and I want to be clear, like some people, and that's, and I agree with that because just because somebody is a Republican or Democratic, they still have their opinion. Mm-hmm. However, I want to also be clear. It's, and it's even some Republicans right now who they're never going to change their party. They're Republican. And what I'm trying to right. say is they may not necessarily agree with what Trump is doing. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. But they're, yes, right. they're still a Republican. So I can't, I'm not just going to, you know, oh, you're a Republican, but let me hear your viewpoint. Cause I may speak to a Republican and they say, you know what? Like I'm a Republican. I stand for that. However, I don't agree with, with Trump. Mm-hmm. You don't know because you've already mm. wrote, wrote that person off, but that's what I'm saying. They're Republican for whatever their views are. And they may not agree with currently what the president is doing the same way, you know, a Democrat may not agree, but we can all still come to the table to do what is best for the people because that's who you're serving. Right. You're serving the people. So you need to come to the table to really um solidify and compromise to help the people because that's what you're there for. You're there to serve the people period. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Flash, you mm-hmm. quote, you you said that there are two sides of the coin, and that's true. Like, because it's pretty pretty much two sides of the same ass coin. Because it's more than two sides, the, but the two sides are dominating. The two sides are dominating, dominating, but there's two sides of the same coin. To be honest with you, we're gonna like. I don't really depend on my my politicians to do anything for me. Like, just like Mash was saying earlier. Like, I feel like that stuff that a lot of the things in our community. We do have to actually go out there and do things in our own community. We have to be that change that we want to see because we can't expect politicians Facts. to do everything for us at the end of the day. What, what people fail to understand is that we're so caught up with the fact that we're voting for a president this year. But how much does the president directly affect you? You know what I'm saying? Like you need to be thinking about who your mayor is, who your who your um senator is, who your Congress people are. I agree. Who your um, judges are. Right. You need to be thinking about these local people and you need to figure out who actually affects change in your community. And if you're not doing that and you're so yes. focused on, oh, who's the president? Like, oh, the, the presidential election, that's that that that's just a distraction. That requires legwork, though. It, like, people, does. Like, it does. Like, those people are not advertised like that. So people actually got to look and, like, research that. You know, that that's... You got to really read into that. Exactly. And that's what it is. You have to educate yourself on the people that are running in your community and, in your and know their stands and know right. The problem is, too, you got to remember, everybody from different communities. So my agendas for my community are going to be totally different from somebody who's not living in the same community as me and who's not seeing the same I problems mean, this, as me. This kind of you know? leads me to my next question. Um, 
you guys, do you guys believe race plays a factor in how you vote? Of course. It plays a factor in how I live. It shouldn't be, but it does. I'll be honest. I voted for Obama because he was black. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, <laughs> right. I wish I knew everything about his political stance mm-hmm. and what he was doing and, and all this other shit. But I ain't going to hold you. Like, yeah, I voted for Obama because he was black and I wanted to see a black man in mm-hmm. the office. But if you ask me if I did the research and the footwork and I could tell you, I don't know if a lot of people mm-hmm. did. I'm, and I'm not I'm not knocking anybody. I'm just saying, like, but if you ask me, there was a push for that. And I, yeah, I voted because he was black. And I think it's ignorant. Don't get it I'm, twisted. But I'd be lying if I say I, if I, I'd be lying if I didn't say that didn't play a factor. I think race plays a big factor in it. I think that race plays a part in it as well, because I personally would like to hope that I can identify with whoever's going to be in office or they can identify with me because of my race. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that's the only reason why I would vote for that candidate, but it plays a part in it for me to look Oh, what what are they about? You know, what I mean, I'm more I'm more interested to hear the views of someone who looks like me, because I think in some part of their debate or their stance they may represent similar views that I have, you know, and for me, that's what voting is about. It's about choosing a person who's going to do right by me because right. that's the fucking purpose of the shit. You know what I mean? So if they black, I'm a look and say, okay, maybe this black dude go say some dope shit. But if he don't say no dope shit, that don't mean he gonna mm-hmm. get my vote. You know what I mean? But uh. it does play a part in it for me personally. I agree, Mash. I agree. It's who you identify with, who speaks to you. And initially, of course, I'm going to want to see a black person win. But like you said, based off their views, I want to hear what they're saying. Do they sound like me? Are we, do we have the same focus? You know, and like you said, we may not. So just because, you know, but initially I'm not going to front. Yeah, I'm going to see everybody black, every minority win. But I also want us to, I also want to hear your agenda. I also want to see if we connect I mean, as well. I mean, that's, 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 that's why I brought up the question. Is because uh, I feel like us as black people, we, when I grew up, I was told, or uh, we vote Democrat and the Republicans are against us. And I never really received, they never really gave me any more explanation than that. We vote Democrat and Republicans against us. And that's pretty much what we, um, what we, what I believed. That's what I got to. And when I go to the poll, I don't really know much about the people that I'm voting for. And I had this one lady dead ass walk in my poll one time and flip the switch on all Democrats. I said, ma'am, I asked her for a help. And she was like, oh, don't worry. Let me show you what to do. Oh, she helped click, you. Click, she click, helped click, you. Click. <laughs> she went in there. That, that's also click. illegal, but she, but she helped you. you. Go Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. What the fuck? I know. Mad I'm like, illegal. really? That really flip happened? Democrat or everything. Wow. And I feel like. She's going to vote for me, huh? We, okay. We focus so much on like you know democrat and republican we need to focus more on what do they have to say that speaks to me and what do they have to say that speaks to my community and i'm gonna say i do vote based on race because i want to know what they're doing in my community which happens to be a black community i want to know what what these people are doing so shake i got a question uh-huh. then all right you plan on becoming a, a millionaire uh-huh. you know in the next in the next few years or whatever mm-hmm. the case is now when your community changes and you sure. let's say you find out all of a sudden the Republicans are now pushing the agenda that's helping your community because, you know, you might be living on Star mm-hmm. Island or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But now you find out that the Dem- that the I'm sorry, the Republican Party has your best interests at heart in terms of how you live. Do you feel like that's something that would change like your your political views and, or what you've known so far? I have been <clears throat> an independent my entire. Well, since I was 18, I registered as an independent. So I'm not part of any particular party. So I basically 
am going to vote to someone who speaks to me. But if I'm rich and you're saying that the Republicans speak to me more, but my community is still being helped. Like I'm talking like my community as far as where I grew up and my people, I still care about my people and I still care about people who care about my people. And I feel like people like Cardi B or, or um, a lot of the rappers who are rich, maybe Trump does speak to them better. Maybe Trump does get them the money that they want. And maybe Trump, maybe Trump does speak to you like, yeah, like to your wallet as a rich person. But like, you really do have to think about your people and your community. And I feel like me being rich or if I got rich, it wouldn't change my core values. And I feel like I would have to vote for someone who aligns with my values. And whether it's Republican or Democrat, I'm going to vote for the person based on how I feel about that person. Yeah. And I agree because I, I feel like it would be selfish for you to just forget about how, your people. And I love the fact that you clarified what mm-hmm. your community is. Your community is not, you know, the the house where you're now living in that million dollar on million dollar row mm-hmm. or whatever. It's it's your people. Mm-hmm. And we also have to remember when we do make it big and we're successful or millionaires or whatever. Um, Let me not limit us as millionaires, but we become very successful financial freedom. We we get to that point. We have to remember that. I'm already we, there. I'm already there, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm already there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Claim you got to claim, claim it. it. You got to claim, claim it. it. Yeah. Speaking it. Into, into existence. But what I'm saying is we have to also remember that right now we're still minority in that. You know what I'm saying? There's only one Cardi B making it like that. It's only it's, it's not that many of us. So we have to support our people. And I love the fact that you clarified what the community is, you know, like, yes, this is going to support me. Yeah, I don't mind paying more money in taxes because I, I get this much money as opposed to right. someone that half of their paycheck is taxed. People talk about like, I don't have money for food. I don't have money for daycare because half of my money is is taxed every time I, exactly. I come home with the paycheck. I feel like when you get to that lifestyle, something changes because there's a reason why the rich like the system is the way it is. Like, and I ain't going to say that money power corrupts, but there's mm-hmm. a reason why this cycle keeps going. I, I feel like, you know, we say that we're going to make it financially and then we're going to, you know, make sure we keep, you know, keep the same humbleness that we have. And we, we may keep, keep true to that, but that I, I feel like things like your lifestyle changes at that point. And I know that there's other factors in the play politically. You know what it is though? You got to remember your community is going to change based on, yeah, where you grow up or whatnot. I also and feel even like parties I, change too. Like yeah. thinking about what you said, I don't think like the Republican party's views, do they, they don't change over time or something like that. Everybody's view changes. Everybody changes stances. Everybody has. A Democrat could go to Republican and vice versa just off of yeah. those changing views. Right. I don't know if that makes it good or bad. Yeah, this or girl, not, or this right girl or wrong once or told me that if I be, I told her about my plan to become rich, she said to me that if you become rich, you're going to be a worse person. You're, you're, you're trying to become rich so you can be a worse. You'll be worse, right? All the things that you fuck up with right now, you do fucked up right now as far as, you know, how you deal with women and how you, like, spending money. So I, I agree that, you know what I mean, you can change in terms of when your financial status change. I think that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely, you know what I mean? But there still has to be some sense of self or community and morals and or morals. self-preservation for your family. You know, there's got to be some aspect of you that touches into that still, even when you got money. I agree. Like, I do think that the wheel is like the wheel's been turning the way it's been turning for a reason. Like, and I don't think that 
just because like let's hope I, I get a billion dollars doesn't mean I'm gonna go ahead and be able to make those changes. There's gonna be a lot of obstacles and shit I gotta go through and people that may want to block that shit. You, you never know. Gotcha. And then there's right. also the status quo, right? There's like, oh, I want to support my other people. I want to support my community and I want to make sure that they start to take advantage of everything that I'm trying to create in this community. And there's a lot of people that say, no, I just want to work at the supermarket. I just want to be a cashier. There's people that just don't want to do all. They don't want to learn about financial freedom. They're okay with living in the pride and I, and no shade, but they're okay with living in the projects and having a Mercedes in the, and, you know, parked and wearing the latest of the latest. They're okay mm-hmm. with the status quo. So it's not for everybody. I mean, if, if those people are not complaining, that's cool. But I feel like if you're someone who's always upset about the way things are in terms of life, that you shouldn't be in that status quo. You should be looking to change. But I feel like if you have no complaints and you're good and you're content. More power to you. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, not, yeah, not, yeah. not everybody gonna have that mind frame. And I think that what happens is because we live in like mm-hmm. the capitalist society, you know, quote unquote capitalist society that, that we formed, the people that, that think like that and who maintain that thinking, they're, they're not, they're not taking advantage of that capitalism that, you know, to the degree where they can actually get more out of this nation or whatnot. So it, it kind of leaves people, certain people stuck and certain people are going to get ahead. And certain people are going to benefit because they want to get ahead or they want to do more and which can influence their communities that they want to come back and bring back to their communities or whatnot. But yeah, how you approach just even that thought pattern and how, and how, how your government affects you is a, is a big thing. So, so I, I recently watched this, um, this, uh, Instagram post. Uh, you guys familiar with Robert Lewis Johnson? Uh, he was the previous owner of BET. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I saw, he's, he's, I saw that. Yeah, he sold Ooh, BET. Bob Johnson. They call him Bob Johnson. Yeah, he sold BET to to Viacom or whatever years ago. But he had some commentary about the debate, and his commentary was, you know, I'm going to choose the devil I know versus the devil I don't know because he didn't get direction. Uh, he didn't get economic direction from the Democratic Party, you know, and on, on how they plan on addressing the 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 economy, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And that made me think about his disconnect with the way people mm-hmm. live in the society. If that's your primary interest because of your financial gain, that says a lot about how you feel about regular people. Can I, you know also, I mean, like that is a big indicator for me. Can I also say what he said specifically? He called it. Yes. Go ahead. You're going to say it, Mash. Go, go ahead. ahead. You're going to say it. Go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. You take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Go ahead. He called our country a company. Is that what you were going to say? What? Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. When he was 100%. talking, he said, he said, you know, um, whatever he referenced, when he was trying to reference, you know, like the economy, he said, instead of saying this country, he said this company, which speaks to exactly what Flash just said. He's doing it for his own economic whatever. You know what I mean? Like. People like right. him, they're like not doing it for when you get that, the when community. Get right. Yeah. They see their, their, right. he doesn't like see said, himself how he, he used to be. He changes. That's how I look People at change. He doesn't see himself. He doesn't see himself where he was prior to, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's how I'm, that's the perspective that he's coming from. At least that's what he's portraying. Like you were once a regular person as well. Yes, you did. You managed to do what you needed to do to, to get to that, but you still came from a place, you know, you still came from that community, but you don't see yourself like that. You see the, like you said, you see us as a company and you're going to do whatever is beneficial to you. 
Financially. At the end of the day. Financially, exactly. Because that's his interest mm-hmm. now. That's his interest now. You know, once you start making money, you learn how to use money to, to support you or whatever. Like, that's what you're watching. You don't turn on TV and start watching Bravo or Lifetime and reality TV. You put it on MSNBC or whatever. You're watching money. You're watching the stock market. These are the things that you're interested in. So, of course, he's going to say that. And I don't think he even noticed that he used country and company interchangeably as he said it. It was like everybody saying, I'm like, sure oh, my God. Like, yeah. oh, my right. God. This is- I'm sure he's smarter than we give him credit for. No, I, I think he don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think he noticed that he said that. But I, I don't think you could be rich and stupid in 2021. I feel like people will. You can definitely be rich and stupid for. in 2021. Not yes. for long. Not for long. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. You, you, they can't you, be stupid. You give, them, you give them more than what they need, bro. I would never look at Trump as stupid. This man has been in. The position he's he's been in, he's been in for a long time. In terms, oh, I, you know I, I mean, I, I like I would Trump never look at this man as a fool. I feel like it's what he called does privilege. Is it's called white privilege and money. When you have money, you could do whatever the hell you want. You don't have to be educated mm-hmm. to have money. I still don't think it means stupidity. I don't look at him as stupid. I look at him as foolish. I think he does I, a I lot of foolish I still think the man things. is smart and knows how to maneuver it. Like think about it. Like a black man doing this foolery that he's been doing. It, I don't think he lasts that long. It's oh, because you're black. Like that. That's why. That's why it's because no, just, it's called white privilege. <laughs> it's but easy. his ability to manipulate that privilege is, is a talent. Mm-hmm. And that's, oh, what, that's what we're saying. Yeah. And when you have money, you can do that. Mm-hmm. People with money do that shit all the time. They mm-hmm. have no law. I've seen people with money, like the things that he's done, it's like, they'd be national. Like if Obama did a fraction, well, let me not even say Obama, if any president did a fraction of what he was doing or saying, it, it would of be course. a controversy. Nationally. They'd be impeached. You know? <laughs> the way he just makes it into a meme is just like crazy. Like, like in terms of when, like who, I think, I don't know if it was mass talking about fact and opinion and how it's kind of like, like it's kind of blended in, yes. in, in a sense where like, you don't really know the difference between the two. When you think about it, like, I mean, we know, know. we know the difference if you apply yourself to do the research. And that's the problem with our society is that we Uh take things at face value and don't want to move any further with it. We need to have the wherewithal to do the research, to get the facts, to know what it is that you're seeking. You know what I mean? So you don't have to be swayed by the opinion of someone because that's dangerous. That's what caused, that's what caused all types of calamities in this world when we just, Go off of what someone says and leave it at that. You know what I mean? That's very, very dangerous. Very dangerous. Right. I give it and not researching it for yourself. Absolutely. You still want to research it so you have a clear understanding of yeah. what it is. Like you said, you're searching for not just going off of what somebody else is saying, but fact checking, which is what I believe they're starting to do now as well. But mm-hmm. I, I hope the youth is catching on to that because I feel like youth will just accept things easily. I think that fact versus opinion is a conversation we should have separately. I think that that should be a podcast episode in itself because that shit is a game changer. Okay, you guys keep leading me into my next questions. That that was actually my next. That was going into my next question. What Mash was just talking about. What's a good way for people to educate themselves about politics and policies that affect you most in your community? Google, my nigga. Google this shit ain't hard. Research it. Everything is accessible in twenty twenty. Niggas just gotta look for it. That's all that shit is, bro. Yeah. Like, okay, okay, perfect example. Uh-huh. When we were offline, we were talking about mentorship, right? And what it takes for a person to have the awareness to seek mentorship if it's not presented to them. You have to have that desire to, you have to have that interest to do the research. That's really mm-hmm. what it's about. If you're interested in whatever the subject matter is, we have so much power in the palm of our hands, literally, literally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that power is misused. You know, we don't typically use that power efficiently. 
And that's what needs to be addressed. Well, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. During the primaries, when we were advocating, okay, primaries are coming up in this place, that place, that place. I went online to try to search for, you know, who's actually running for office in these areas. And it's not that easy to find out who's running for office in specific areas. It's really difficult. We need, there has to be a better way for us to, I guess, to research. To learn about these. Or have mm-hmm. some, I have some better, like better organization of the yeah, day or something better like that. Or, you know what? Look. You, you know what? There should be like, there should be a website. Yo, Flash, for you know that. what we need to do? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I got the answer right now. I just figured it out. We got our IT guy, Flash the Philosopher. Yo, make an app similar to Yelp. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Right. Give me a politic. That's, right. that's what I was thinking. I don't that's know if we idea, should publish yeah. this, this, you know, that, but that's <laughs> nah. a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> you better copyright that yelp. shit right now. Um, or let's just yeah. not put that, that's, but I think that's a great idea. I was just talking that's about this last thing. Reason to do it. I was, yo. <laughs> Look, you see my face, ladies. You see my face. I'm over here like, like, yo, this whole conversation's dead. <laughs> I don't get, I, I don't even get paid now for this shit. No, but I was just talking about this. I'll find somebody else who will. I was just talking about this last night with a friend telling her that there needs to, there needs to be a centralized website. Where I can just go to and look up my area and say, "Oh, these are the people running for office." Okay, this is what he's. This is this is his stance on this. This is his Absolutely, stance on that. Be great. I feel like we need that, that would be like a government type of of organization, like it website or something like that. Be. Like for, for we every get to for do every for state ourselves. to have that kind of information or something like that. It couldn't be a government ran system because that would be manipulated. There's, no, no, I'm just saying like, that kind of organization for right. like what it's each a state or yeah, whatever to have that kind of information. That one state wouldn't even want to do that. Why would they want to help the other 49 states or whatever? So no, my nigga, it's per county. It's per county. It's not per state. It's per county. Like that would be, you know, but, like in, ter- in terms of how district. many that you would need then for, for someone to create yeah. that kind of data. That's huge. Massive. That's huge. My nigga, Massive. we got Wikipedia. Wikipedia that's what I'm thinking is, of, that's is what I'm, available. It's it doable. is. It is very oh, no, it's doable. Definitely, it's definitely possible, but I know it requires legwork because there's multiple different sites per county or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, it's. I mean, it ain't gonna be yeah, no one stop shop for that. That would be a good idea, you know, because like Mash talked about, we definitely have to do the research because, like you said, it is hard to see and and know everybody's platform. So you're just you know going out there, or when you get into the polls, researching the person, like, all right, let me see what this person stands for, because sometimes it's hard to find that information. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Mo and I do. We're yeah. like, you take the first three and you Google the first three. And we'll, we're literally in the booth. And I'm Google like, you, 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 <laughs> Google, you Google the first three and I'll Google the last three. We're like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's very right. inappropriate for us. And I'm I'm actually it embarrassed is. to say it, you know? Sorry for throwing it's you in there, Mo. Don't who do let shit. people come in the booth and vote yeah, for them? Sure. <laughs> but there's times that we can't yeah. find shit on them. And the most we find, okay, this is a woman, obviously, because of the name. Who should we vote for her? Because she's a woman. Like, we start going to, to that yeah. thought process because we can't find I shit. I mean, that helps you, though, for the future. Because, like, help. you know, the it research earlier now, It doesn't help because it doesn't mean because you're a woman is going to be on my side. Yeah, Mash, they not respecting your hand, bro. I mean, yeah, nobody you... respects that hand, Mash. You got to speak up. <laughs> my, my fault, Mash. Your Mash, I, I just want to say, I, I, I say one thing. My fault, Mash. <laughs> I feel like our communities can, use, can definitely use a lot of work. And I say that to say... When you drive through our communities, and I'm a person who spent a lot of time driving through like rich communities, poor communities, and all this other shit for work. I do that too. And but when you go to the rich communities, it's like they're almost speaking in their communities to what they want the people in their communities to do in terms of voting. Especially when you look at like their lawns and you see like they have the signs that to let to let you know like yo, we voting for 
this is who this we voting for in our community. I think every a lot of houses do that, dude. Not just when I go into a bro. Trust me when I say for a man who drove all up Queens, Brooklyn, all this other shit, bro. I'm telling you, we don't do that shit true. in our community to the to to the level mm-hmm. that we supposed to be doing, where we're supposed to be letting our commu- community members know, like, yo, this is who we trying to support, and mm-hmm. this is the reason why we trying to support them. Either you're going to exercise your political rights, or you're mm-hmm. going to become a political prisoner in this motherfucking nation and shit. So you gotta you either picking one of the two. The, the thing is that we don't understand, or we not exercising the point that the government is going to bend to whatever the people are actually saying and exercising we got to be the people who who you know Facts. put out that energy and we're not i don't think we're doing it to, to the best of our ability my fault mash no i agree with you i agree with you flash i just think that in terms of the experience that tj and mo had you know what i mean you have to put forth that effort in mm-hmm. advance you know man you putting a lot of pressure on yourself to do it in the poll like you're not going to have the time to do that. And I, I want to shout out my nigga Sticky Pony. I can't give a real name. My nigga Sticky Pony. We sat down and we researched the candidates prior to our local voting date. You know what I mean? And sitting down and it takes time. Like it takes time and effort, but you can do it. You know what I mean? It's within your, your realm of influence. And that's why I said you know I was I mean? embarrassed to share that because we're like, and we even made a vow. We said we're not doing this ever again. This is unacceptable. Like we should know exactly who we're voting for, what we're because what we did in there was just ridiculous. And I did look for some people prior too. We knew a few people prior, but there's a lot of names on there that we did not know. There was a lot of names. Let me ask you a question: Does anybody know a website that people can go to that they can find out who is running in their local election? And if you're a listener, I want you to drop that because I didn't know. Drop that in the comments. Let us know. So so how that works in New York City, right, is every community has a community board number, right? And every community has a community board leader. Once you figure out what your community board number is, then you can research the details of who are running in your community. You know, that's the process that you go to to get that information. You need to know what your community number is and then move from there. Is that the same as the district number? How do I find the community number? No, Based no. On my zip- you got to just look it up. You got to know every zone every, every zone. Code? Every zone okay. has Thank a community you. number. Yes, it's, yeah, it's your based on your zip code. Based on your address. Yes. It's based on where you live. Yes. Based on where you live and your address. And I've been to I'm my community notes. board meetings a couple mm-hmm. times. Not all the time. But you'd be surprised like the amount of changes that even like your local government or you know those communities have over like what you immediately might have a problem with Correct. in your in your Correct. area. We don't and a lot of people don't Correct. exercise that because a lot of people are not going to those meetings to let their voices be heard and to have those actual changes impacted for what you feel is important. In our area cuz we live in Queens, our community board meetings are held uh every week on Wednesdays and it's at a church and uh what I've learned by going to these community meetings cuz I I go pretty regularly is that it's a lot of older people involved. You know, a lot yeah, of older 100%. people are engaged in politics mm-hmm. and younger people should be more engaged because once those older people leave us, you know, we're going to be stuck. I mean, I don't even know who's going to lead us after mm-hmm. that, but, you know, we all need to become more conscious or aware of it. You know what I mean? I went to my community board meeting one time and they were speaking on proposing like having like rentals, like little car rentals for people to drive around, kind of like a Uber taxi whatever but they would like park like cars locally in our community so that we can use them to like do things and to what you just said match it's funny because like there were a lot of older people in there there was a a vendor or somebody there who was trying to implement something into the community that they felt like would be beneficial and there was just like this look at older folks who were like well, well we can't use this in our community like we all have cars and driveways and all this other shit 
And and when I'm looking and I'm sitting here like now everybody got cars as far as like the, the people I know, there's a lot of people who can probably benefit from this. And it was weird because like when I raised my hand in terms of like wanting to actually hear more about it or get this implemented in the community as far as like the, the ride share drive type mm-hmm. of thing where you can like rent cars locally or whatnot. All the old heads looking at me crazy, like, who the fuck is you? And why are you raising your you hand? Don't like, here, nigga. like, why, yeah, why are you trying to put this in our community? We, we can't benefit from this. And yo, you got to understand, you like, should yo, know that, that that discourage you, man. You should still be, yeah. just speak on right. your question. No, no, no. I, I wasn't discouraged. But yo, I raised my hand for a reason because I believe, like, yo, this could be beneficial to people uh-huh. I know in my community. Just, that's not their reality. A lot of them might be homeowners and, and a, and a bunch of other shit who, don't realize the impact of people mm-hmm. who don't live like them. So when I raise my hand, I'm trying to think of people who either live like me, also people who don't live like me, and just overall people who can actually benefit from shit oh. and not just uh, my own good. Right. You know what Putting I'm saying? Putting your so, voice in the room. Yeah. So when I'm, yeah, right. So when I'm putting that voice out there, it's not just coming from me. It's coming from my perspective of, can this actually do good for other people, even if it's not me? That doesn't really come out of a lot of places unless you really go down and you really see how that type of party or that political um meeting is done. So you'll see like, oh, shit, like your people really don't have your best interests at heart sometimes. And, and it starts from a very local level, too. It's also a platform for you to be able to voice new ideas and new things going in your community as far as your community board. Like your community board is built of members who specif- who are advocates for specific mm-hmm. things you know, in your community. And you can be a part of that community board. You just have to go there and apply. And if you have an interest, right. like me, for for example, I'm in agriculture. You know, I love farming. I love growing food. I want to be a part of my community board in that aspect. So I have to figure out what the specifications are to be a part of the community board. You got to be nominated, you know, but these people vote on things that go on in your neighborhood. Like if you have a problem with, mm-hmm, 100%. If, if you have a problem with your street and you got like a fucking big ass pothole in front of your block, that's where you will go to voice your concerns. Mm-hmm. You will go to your local community uh-huh. board and your community I'm, board. I'm, I'm so you gave us you gave everybody a mass education mash, which was excellent. And you two um, flashed in regards to the community boards. Like I know f- for me on my street, which it may be simple, you know, some people may not even think about it, and it's something so simple. But I just want to know why the hell ain't no damn trash, trash cans, trash cans. Mm-hmm. Go to your community and this is why board. people just throw right. That's go, what I'm saying. People just throw shit on the floor because there's no facts. trash cans, and can you yep. blame them? There's no there's no damn trash cans nowhere. <laughs> So where they supposed to throw shit? Yo, that should be that should be there in three wanna, weeks if you go complain. Right. For I want to thank Mash for actually educating us on that because what happens in a lot of black neighborhoods is we complain, 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 but we don't go to the right places to put in these complaints. That's the difference between that's what that's you need the to difference go. between the white and black neighborhoods. The white people know who to complain to. We just complain to each other. We have to actually go to the places where our complaints mean something you know why because we don't feel like we belong and a lot of people don't know who to complain to like i feel like that'll that's really the key i feel like we belong yeah i feel like we belong i just don't feel like we're educated in all aspects i feel like this country has been running a long time on on auto and we just been Mm -hmm. sitting there catching up with a lot of shit so we don't know all the the loopholes and and how the government works to a certain degree yes and no Yes and no, but like you said, you walked into com- that community board meeting the first time and there was a whole bunch of old people. You were like the only young person. So that's what right. I'm saying in the sense that you feel like you don't belong. Mm-hmm. I can't speak to the community board, but I can speak to the board of my building. Mo and I are condo owners in our building and they are 
older people, the people that are on the board are older and they are so stuck in their ways. The reason why and me and Mo can bring so much change to our building, but we choose not to because there's so much bickering. Like I didn't know that old people argue the way that they do. <laughs> they're threatening each other. Yeah. They're yeah, going back crazy. and forth in yeah, email. They they're like, they're doing the most. And, we, and me and Mo are like, we don't got time for that shit. We would love mm-hmm. to see our building flourish. I mean, yeah, we have I'm an really amazing there. backyard where we could be growing things and having outdoor events. And they do, but it's it's trashy. Like it's not something that I would want to do. Be and I don't feel like being a part of creating that change because it's just so much shit that goes on. But we need to just bite that bullet. Ma- imagine government and politics. I know, and that's exactly how I I have felt about it. But now this is where I freaking live. This is where my money is going into the maintenance, into the taxes. You know, in my community, and just like you said, I need Mo. Let's find out the community board because just like you're upset about the garbages not being on the streets, you go to Manhattan. There's a garbage on every freaking block. So that's why you don't have people throwing their their dog shit everywhere or the trash everywhere. And that's not to say that mm-hmm. our people don't do that. You know, we're peeing in our own elevators and not in my building, but you go to the private. Not in our building. You smell. No, not in our building. But I know that growing up, going to my friend's house in the projects or even where I grew up in co-op, people peeing in the staircase, doing nasty shit. Like, we don't respect our own living areas. So even if you did put a garbage, does that mean that somebody's going to put the stuff in the garbage? You know, I'm not saying that that's exactly what that means, but it would be nice for us to have a garbage on every block like you do when you're in in Manhattan. It would be nice that after it snows, we're not all struggling to get out of our parking spots because they come and plow our roads. It would be nice after a storm and our trees fall and knock down our lines, you know, that they come out to the Bronx. They go out to Manhattan and Long Island and all these other places much faster than they come out to my block. Now I was going to say in ter- terms of the centers and, you know, the early conversation you guys had about mentorship, I feel like, you know, if there's a disconnect with the older generation in terms of like communicating our needs or whatnot, someone got to kind of bridge that gap and try to make that work. You know, once, you know, someone's got to push through because that cycle is going to continue. Like you, you fuck around and you be that older generation doing the same shit they doing and got a younger generation trying to talk to you or whatever. I right. feel like there has to be a way to bridge that communication and. Even tying it back to Cardi B and Joe Biden, I, I feel like obviously I hope I hope that you know people are able to you know take a lot of good from it. But what I'm hoping for in terms of like the future is that there's like regardless of whether it's an interview or a conversation, oh, there's just better dialogue about what's going on um, overall, and maybe even actual transparent talks about mm-hmm. what can be done to help things. Like I feel like that's like that's that'll be helpful. That's that's kind of what's needed. Uh, Clear communication. Yeah. I agree with you 100%, yeah. Boogie. That was a, a great example of bridging Absolutely. the gap. But bridging the gap means just going and going to the community board meeting. Forget trying to wait for somebody to introduce you. Oh, of course, you getting you there. In. But you got to do you stuff as go. well. And you got to mm-hmm. be consistent with it. You don't just do it once mm-hmm. and, and act like that. Oh, so yeah. you, have to be, uh-huh. you have to be on it. Yeah. And that's what's missing. People just do one or two things or research once. No, you have to kind of be... You have to be consistent with how you do this to kind of be successful at it. I think that circles back to my previous statement about having interest. If you have an interest in something, you can use that device in your phone, in your hand to research that interest, pursue that interest and be the change that you want to see. If you don't like the way things are going on, you have to be the one to fix that. You cannot depend on someone else to do it. You can't hope that someone's going to make that Yelp app that we look we talking about. Do you know what I mean? We have to make that app. We have to drive that home. We have to join our community boards. We have to join our building community, whoever the fuck that is, 
to get those changes that you want to have in place. Because if you don't, you're just going to be mad. You're just going to be mad. And don't nobody just want to be mad. Nothing's going to get done. Like it's going to keep continuing the problem that you have. I just think that it's unfortunate Mm -hmm. that we can't look to our elders to be that voice, you know, because I would love to have got a head start on my understanding of how politics work. Well, I would have loved to have. uh, No, I was going to say my family definitely ain't savvy on that. Neither is mine. My family's a lot of sheep culture in terms of voting. Yeah. And my family. And my family's Mm -hmm. a migrant family. I was going to say that. Right. You know, no, I'm gonna, I know I agree with you, Flat. That's where I was getting with it. Like my, for instance, I probably wouldn't have learned that from my mother because my mother's an immigrant from Jamaica. So her policies, you know, where they grew up is different from her really have a clear understanding of how politics mm-hmm. may work here in America. So I was just agreeing Absolutely. with you, Flash. Absolutely. Let's also keep it real, Mo. We learned this shit in social studies. We learned it growing up, but we didn't give a shit about it. No, then. you didn't. No, you didn't. You they didn't, didn't learn teach this you in social, social studies. studies. You did not learn this in social studies. We learned about how many people were in the Senate. We knew how many people were in Congress. We learned what they wanted us to learn. You understand what I'm saying? They never spoke to us about in our community or having specific people in our community. Yes, we, you, you learned about it as a whole. As a, that's right. The president. That's right. The, right. You learned about that. Congress. But that's where I'm going. You know a lot of the shit that if we paid attention to in class, it is still the same it structure it in is. terms of yeah. how our judicial system is set up or whatnot. I'm not going for I I know I learned that shit. After I left school, especially like, you know, when they teach you that in elementary and junior, I had to worry about college and, and keeping my head down and working and all this other shit. So you forget right. a lot of shit Refresher. unless you're staying on top of certain shit like that. Right. You feel like they told you about your local judges? Yes. And- yes. Me personally, I know that shit. I don't remember it. If I did learn it, I don't remember I don't, it. I remember about the Senate, the House, the House of Representatives. I remember that structure. I don't remember anything locally being taught to me. It's not that they taught it exactly in class, but I, I was actually one of the motherfuckers who actually read the fucking textbooks and shit. I actually used to read the books and, and realize like, yo, this shit is deeper than what they telling you to read on page one to five. And then they, and then, and then the next week it's like, yo, read page 20 to, to 30. And then, ne- and the next page is, no, nah, I'm motherfucker. Yo, I used to read in between all of them shits and oh, realize like, yo, you that dude, I definitely, have- if I was told to read pages one to five, I read one through five, dog. What the fuck is he talking about? Bro, all the knowledge was there. But, but they kept I, skipping but it. For me personally, a lot of that shit I forgot. But but when I look at the the climate of shit today and I start research re researching shit, I'm sitting here like, yo, you know I knew this shit, but I you, definitely you, forgot this. You going back to your old textbooks? So, so my, me personally, my understanding of social studies when I was in school was basic level information in terms of how our government is structured, and that means thank you, Mash. You know, That's in terms going. of Congress, Senate, House of Representatives, House of Representatives, right. basic information. Yes. It's the the knowledge exactly. that I have now about government is based on my personal research. And I feel like when I was in school in social study, we did fucking book reports on like the weekly news, my nigga. There was no information yes. about how I can get a, prob- a public advocate to help me fix things in my neighborhood. There was- the context of information that was provided to me as a child does not compare to what I got mm-hmm. as an adult, not even in the slightest. You know, I think that our education system needs to be revamped as a whole, you know, but that's a whole nother conversation. Absolutely. I agree. Uh-huh. A hundred percent with you. Right. All right. I agree. Definitely. So I would agree. like to, I would like before we, you know, we get lost in this again, I want to ask one, I got one little bonus question, right? During the presidential debate, Trump was asked to denounce white supremacy. We all know about this. Uh, he said some bullshit like stand back and stand by, right? A few days later, all of a sudden, this dude has Corona. To me personally, I feel like it's really convenient. And I want to know what you guys think about it. I don't think it's convenient. I think that's just something cool. I think it's a cool. You want to know why I think it's convenient, though? I think it's convenient because 
that standby, stand back and stand by thing, him not denouncing white supremacy was what the newsfeed was about. The minute he got Corona, we stopped talking about him, about him, um, not denouncing white supremacy. All of a sudden, now all we're we discussing is Corona. So I feel it was, it was convenient that it just came up. And then three days later, it he's was cured. convenient, but he didn't put it out there. Somebody else leaked it. Mm. I ain't gonna lie, Shake, if that's true, because I never even heard of this. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what you're talking about, this whole denouncing white supremacy didn't make the, I guess, media, internet rounds. You didn't or watch the debate? No, I mean, okay. I didn't see that portion of it. Yeah, it was all over. Like, it didn't even make the Everybody news afterwards. Everybody was talking about opinion. it. Yeah, you bugging boogie. Yeah, I'm, I must, yeah, I must not be tuned in then. Okay. I'm still aware of it. I'm still aware of the statements. I'm still aware of the feelings that I got from that. I just, but I don't put him having Corona as anything that's like significant to that. I still view it as like, yo, you said what you said and I understand how you feel. And I got to like, regardless of whatever your health condition is, motherfucker, like I, I understand what you said and, and how you, and how you didn't answer something that I would have felt comfortable with you, with you answering. I still feel that, um, whether, like you said, whether he has COVID or not or whatever it is, like Flash said, I didn't forget what you said. I'm very clear on what you said. You know what I mean? And that, I'm not going to forget that. Furthermore, to me, what you what you thought you was going to try to change and by you having COVID, what you did was still put the limelight on yourself. And to me, you have more of a negative effect. He denounced effect it, still. though. No. He, There's an article where he actually denounced it. He did not. It. He did not. Um, no. During the, he, I'm looking at this right now. He, amid growing criticism, Trump condemns white supremacy. Yeah, during, not during the debate, but afterwards. We're talking about during, during the, the debate, debate. He was asked oh. to, he was asked mm-hmm. to denounce white supremacy. And instead of denouncing it outright, he said, well, stand back and stand by, boys. Yeah, he said something like that to them. And it, it, and he said it because basically the white supremacists are his base. If he denounced white supremacy, he would be denouncing his base because that's that's mm-hmm. what the bulk of his um, that's the supporters. That's what the bulk of his um supporters are. And I, I don't know if you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but that same night, that he did it. White supremacists were out there printing. They were out there printing T-shirts saying "Stand back and stand by." They had to actually take these T-shirts down on like eBay because they had been selling like a shitload of them, like "Stand back and stand by" shirts. You know the Proud Boys, and the Proud Boys are known as extremist, extreme white supremacists. I don't know if you saw the guy speaking on um on uh I mean I saw him speaking on Instagram uh. In which he was telling them, like, if somebody asks you why you're a Republican, just punch them in the face. Who is he? Like, it was, um, who, th- there was who a, said a that? guy, I don't know what the guy's name is, but he was, um, he was a representative for the From Proud, the Proud Boys. Boys. Correct. And he okay. said, if anybody mm-hmm. asks you about you being a Republican, uh, or why you will vote for Trump, just follow your instincts and punch him right in the face. And these are the type of people that Trump is refusing to denounce. That's inexcusable. I'm just wondering, like, like if he denounced it a couple of, like, days later, does it make, does it wash it away? No. No. It doesn't wash it away for me personally because you had to see it, bro. You had to see right. it when it happened. You know what I mean? Because it was, exactly. it was during the presidential debate. The, the, the moderator made it very clear on a question to her, uh, uh, him, you know what I mean? And I'm so glad that the moderator took the time to say, no, I'm asking you specifically, do you denounce white supremacy? And he, and president was like, name a group, name a group. And then, then he's like, the, he says, the proud boys stand back, stand by, you know what I mean? And, and my, when I heard him say that, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking <laughs> yeah. kidding me? You just said that. 
in real life, in real time, yeah. you said that on national TV, TV. On, during the national exactly. debate, you couldn't even fix your mouth to be like, nah, chill, y'all. Stand back, stand by. That's what you said. That's a clear indication of where you stand in terms of white supremacy. And I'm not saying that white supremacy is like a secret. Like we all know that it's a real thing. And we all know that we exist in a society where that is like the top of the bar. But chill the fuck out, my nigga. (laughs) Chill the fuck out. There's like no filter. None. To have him make a statement the day later, once he got a bunch of backlash about it, that statement ain't worth shit to me. Because when you had the platform to say something that was appropriate, what I perceive to be appropriate, you didn't you didn't do that. So that means to me you did this with mm-hmm. conviction. And that was his truth. Yeah. Yes, that was his truth. His, his conviction. That was his authentic not self. Not after the fact that he got yeah, not after the fact that he got all this slack and then wants nah, to denounce that. Right. Is anyone surprised by that though? That's why I'm I guess I'm just no, surprised, I'm not surprised by the energy in this I'm not, article. Like not, I, I'm not, not surprised by this in any form well, of Well, I wanna I wanna let you know that there's people like you though, Buggy. There's people like you that did not see the debate and said, Oh no, Trump denounced it. Look at this, look at the article. No, I, there's first gonna be off, don't come at me like that because that. that's you not what I'm saying? trying to portray Trump as. I've known who Trump I'm not I'm not coming at you. In no yeah, way. I mean, no, I'm not trying to come at you in Trump any way. I'm just saying that this for a be- minute. So, regardless of this article yeah. or not, in terms of him announcing white supremacy, I would not be surprised like him doing that because I don't expect that. But I'm that saying from that him. there's other viewers or listeners like you that are going to say, "I didn't watch the view. I didn't watch the debate." But look at what I just wait, researched. Wait, he did wait, denounce wait, it. Wait, I'm not calling no negative. What are you talking about? I watched wait. the debate. I'm literally watching the YouTube thing right now, and I also see the article afterwards. So I'm, I'm looking at both. So that, that I'm not attacking you, Boogie. I'm just saying that I'm people not, are not, I'm not only who's hearing saying that. Hey, oh, he denounced it afterwards. It's not what I'm trying to portray, man. I'm not I'm just, just specifically saying that in terms talking of, to about you i'm just saying that there's going to be people that did not see the debate and that there's going to be people that saw the article that said oh no he denounced it so we can't even take what he said in face value but like mash said he said it with conviction yeah i mean i want you to think about what he said he said stand back and stand by like that means like just just wait for a minute that don't even mean like stop like that don't even mean stand down. No, it means be that ready. Means be it means ready. be ready. That's what it that means, means be ready when necessary. Like, it means think be of what ready. He said, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's wild that a president would say that. That means when I call you, exactly. get froggy, leap. But that, that that's, that's what that means. means. Get, when when I hit you up, start moving, and which was very inappropriate. And at that point, that <laughs> nigga basically said fuck y'all and made it clear where he stood. You know what so, I mean? Any at so, least that's how I interpreted it. So I want to piggyback on what Boogie was saying in terms of. That not being a surprise mm-hmm. to us, right? So mm-hmm. him having that rhetoric has been. I don't been- want to make it seem like it's not dramatic. Like I must obviously that's a thing, yes. But like in terms of Trump throughout his presidency, like we've seen signs of this. Mm-hmm. Right. right. At least for and me, I'm not, I'm, I, I, this is not like he does it all the time. He says this, something this is and I'm it's, saying, it's like, crazy. It gets the backlash, and then people are like, and then he retracts his statement, or somebody else tells him you shouldn't say that. So let's take it back, so, and then and they publish. This that. is kind of a similar mm-hmm. situation. Like not to, I don't even want to right. do, like dismiss it or dumb it down, mm-hmm. but this is kind of a similar situation to something in the past. That's why I, I guess I have this kind of low energy towards it because it's like it's nothing new like I, I would not expect him to you know support be black anything people less. On, on, yeah, on the national I stage I would not like that to me would be a surprise like I'd be oh what no I wouldn't believe you know what I mean that that's out the norm but yeah but that's just my piece on that specifically Mo and I spoke about this there were people that were on the fence 
And mm-hmm. after watching the debate, they were like, we don't even know what the hell to do. So even though Trump has been acting like this his entire time, even prior to him becoming president, a president, like the way that he campaigned prior to becoming a president was like cutthroat like a mother. I mean, so much came out about him and he still ended up becoming president. So we knew who he was and, and we knew all of these things. But what I'm saying is... I was still hopeful. People that were on the fence were possibly hopeful that he was going to say something different. I know I have an ex that was like, yeah, I might just vote for Trump. I don't know because I don't know what the Democrats are doing. So I know people personally that were like, yo, I I might just vote for Mm -hmm. him. And so that was his opportunity. Instead of saying what Sheikh just said, like, stand by, you know, like be be on the ready. Like they were looking for him to say, hey, I represent the entire you know, population of the U.S., whether you're black, you're white, you're Spanish, you're Asian, whatever. I think people were looking for him to say that. They were I looking for him to say, him if he said the that. right. Like, don't me neither. I wouldn't either, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> like, if he would say that, yeah, I'm cool. I remember he said something a long time ago, like, I'm cool with all the blacks. Like, it's, this is. But people on the fence would appreciate it that. People on the fence, whether we believe it or not. Yeah, I the guess fact the that he said it out of something. his mouth, it may have swayed somebody who was on the fence. Like, you know what? He believes in all people. I'm going to go with him. But the fact that, you know, it was a debate. The people that was on the fence still stated, I didn't get anything from that debate. You didn't even do anything to sway the people who could have been for you. You didn't even do that. What you did was made it very clear when you said stand back and stand by. It was a shit show. Okay. It was a shit show. Can we take a second to talk about Mike Pence? Because I didn't even know that nigga existed <laughs> till like last week. Like, I, really? I didn't even know who the fuck the vice president was. Because I never, I never Mike heard this nigga. I never heard of him. I never heard of this nigga. To some of his background, they say that Mike, P- Mike Pence, where his strong point is debates. They say he's very, he does, he always does well in the debates. And that's part of his strong point. I, I, I really genuinely did, did not know. I did, I didn't want to get I didn't want to get this out here in terms of like my ignorance, you know what I mean? Because whenever I hear the president <laughs> talk, you know what I mean? I when Obama was president, I knew that Joe Biden was his running mate. I mean, I knew that that was his vice president. I had no idea who this nigga was. When I looked at the vice president really? debate, I was like, "Who is this clown? Like, who the fuck?" He never seen <laughs> Mike Pence. <laughs> he does look like a clown, no he? Yo, the fly on his head got more publicity than he did. Like, look. <laughs> of course I he definitely did. saw that shit. Right. Crazy. The debates is, is what they call his strong points. And, and like I said, and, you know, Pence, to me, shit he talk about don't make sense either. But he definitely knows how to articulate himself, a better. In, at least in my opinion, better than Trump. You know, but he did a him, lot of the shit or, Trump did. He was cutting her off. And he, mm-hmm. Not as bad as Trump, but he didn't answer any right. He didn't answer any damn that, question. He, he didn't mm-hmm. answer not that. one question. He deflected every kept single question. However, I'm just speaking about the way. Right, he kept interrupting, but I'm just talking about in, in the way that he speaks. He's definitely, in my opinion, more articulate Absolutely. than Trump. That's at least on Mike, that part. Mike Pence to me is the person in the office that I hate. That person that could like you could ask him a, a direct question and. They will answer you. They will talk to you, but they will not. Right. Like your question will not be answered, and they will like immediately <laughs> exactly. move on to that shit. Like move I move on to something else. Like he, get you will never get a direct answer yeah. from this motherfucker. Never. It's a fact. Anytime I've seen him, whenever like whenever but he's that's like, true like politics, talking for though. Trump or something like that, he did like he will dance around any fucking question you answer, and they will never get a yes or no from this man. Never. I feel like that's why he complimented right. Trump because Trump is direct as a motherfucker. He just he says what he thinks and he thinks what he say. You know what I'm saying? Like. He feels what he says. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's how, that's how Trump talks. Trump, Trump it's not open like, book, it's not like Pence. Pence is going to be like, it's crazy. He's a real you're politician. Me you never even knew who this motherfucker was. Like, <laughs> this nah, motherfucker just nah. out of nowhere. Like, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? 
Is it because because Trump because Trump gets so much publicity, yo? I, like, I, I was like, what? Like, what what other things has he said as far as coronavirus or in terms of like, I've never heard this guy say anything publicly. He said ever. he's on a task force. The vice president is not really the person who you're going to see on the public um side of the, but the I, conversation. But I know who they Joe Biden was. I knew who Joe Biden was when Obama mm-hmm. was president. He spoke about mad shit all the time. I knew who Dick Cheney was. Anytime I've uh, heard him talk, I've always heard him. They always big up the president. Oh, I just want to thank Mr. President because he's been doing this and he's been doing that. Like, they always big him up. I don't feel like it's not really authentic. Oh, so he always, so he's always out there with. He does, he does his job smoothly. Obama and, um, our last, whatever, they was doing shit like Starsky and Hutch and shit. Like they was always right, together making exactly. sure they was, you know, and so you always seen them right, together. So it, right. it made sense that you would see more of that Trump vice president. Trump don't but, have um, that kind of like. You, you don't get that from yeah, Trump. Yeah, they don't have that kind of. Right. Right. You don't even get that from Trump and his damn wife. Okay. The same way, right. The same way Barack was walking around Michelle. Shit. You really see. <laughs> You really see Trump walking around with Melania. I mean, it's just she be slapboxing that facade. That's a a facade within itself. Pitts from the beginning was distancing himself from Trump. That's why you don't really see that. I feel like he distanced himself to make people think that he's in the. He has his own independent thoughts. He has his own independent like. uh, I guess. Well, good job. So you don't really see them to. You don't see them together like that. To be honest with you. Because in my opinion, I he feel still, like he still represents and supports be, the president, you, though, even though they're not physically. He like, has to support the president. Like, of course. He, definitely rep- he has to. You know what I mean? Like, like he does it where it's like, I don't look at him. Like, I don't look at him and have that viewpoint where he's trying to like separate himself. No, I feel like he represents Trump fully. Coronavirus, everything. Like his views are the same as his. Like he's never like, like there's always hints yes. of dialogue that kind of like, nah, he's not really with him. Pence, when Pence speaks, he is in full support of Trump. There, that is. I don't doubt that. And anytime you talk, it has to sound like that. Because if you can find me a video president. that proves me otherwise, that'd be funny. Is he? It has to sound like that because he's the vice president. I mean, you're supposed to as the vice president. I mean, because if you if you want to talk true to the shit, Kamala wasn't always fucking Kamala with Biden. Kamala attacked until, Joe Biden but when she became the, his um, running mate. The, um, candidate right, debates. right. Come, there was some tension between Kamala and Biden, and there when was. she did become his running mate. You didn't hear you you didn't hear about that as much now because it's I mean, like okay, to. cool. So now we we yeah, you're not right. Supposed we to. could be in support of one another, right? So, yeah. At the end of the day, they're from the same party yeah. and they still have one agenda. They, so right. while they, so of course, if you're running against somebody, I'm gonna come uh-huh. at you hard. But when I'm thinking about it, if I'm a, your running mate, we still have one. We still have yeah. one goal. Wait, we still have one goal in mind, and that's what we're gonna work towards. Yeah. So I can see that. Although I'm happy he chose a black woman, and I felt like you know he had to do that. I would have liked to see him have like Bernie Sanders as his running mate, and that's just me. Cause I like a lot of Bernie Sanders' um, stances. No, not co- collectively. They like three hundred years old, bro. We can't do that. I know, I know. He's, but he was, he was. A, I mean, you can't like, have another old like white age guy. Is a factor for you for, can't have another old white guy right now. I know, I know. I understand. I that. mean, we about to have old white guy regardless. It's like today, but they both old. Go ahead, TJ. I, just real quick, personally, I just felt like you know, initially, I was like, oh my gosh, they're using a black woman just to get you know our black votes because I think. Mm-hmm. I think after I heard the Charlemagne interview with Biden, I didn't hear the interview, but I heard the mm-hmm. backlash of it where he said, if you're not voting for me, then you're not black. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And that was and so when, when they got. Yeah. And then when she came on, I was like, oh, my gosh. But I'm going to be honest with you. After this recent debate where she murked the hell out of um Pence. I'm all for yeah. it. She was mentioning some of the things that they're, they plan to do. And I was like, that's exactly what our black people were looking for. Like, what are your plans? You know, like, we don't just want to put you in office to put you in office, but I am all for it now. 
I just wanted okay. to share that. I mean, that's a that's a fact. I feel like her history with like putting black like. Mm. Well, there's just like certain histories with her that's a little murky. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm not 200 percent um, sold with her. Uh, bro, there's this this history with Biden that's murky. He wrote the fucking Clinton crime bill that put like all of our fathers in jail, my nigga. You know what I mean? So in terms of like lose lose situation, he's the better of the two. Right. Yeah, because you because I don't know if y'all know, but Kamala doesn't really identify herself as black, like American black. And um, that's well. She she doesn't she, really. She's Caribbean American, right? Like yeah, no, she Caribbean she American, identif- not like no, Afro American. No, she, she identifies more with her Indian side. She's her mom is Indian and her father is Jamaican. She she doesn't identify mm-hmm. with the American black struggle, and it it as a parent. I take issue with with her policies prior to her getting into office because of the way she handled a lot of her cases. As a district attorney, you know, so I think that overall, this is going to be a rough next four years. And I think that we all y'all need niggas to, thought we was going to have it easy. <laughs> I think we all need to do our best to protect mm-hmm. ourselves, educate ourselves and do what we need to do to be the change we want to see. Because the people who are in office are not for us. Literally, they are not. For us, so we need to be for ourselves and do best for ourselves. Yeah, I, I love the way I like the way you ended that. So on that note, um, we're gonna end this. Tell people that you gotta go out and vote. Please go out there and vote. Um, please research who your local politicians are and figure out what policies that they support and how it affects you, so you can affect change within your community at the very bottom because that's where we need to start. Please go out there and research these candidates and, you know, make sure you go out there in November. I don't know what the date is. Anybody know what the date is? But make sure you go out that first Tuesday in November and it's vote. It's November 3rd, I believe. Okay. Make sure we go out there and vote. All right? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, all that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you and have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. Email us at therealsrpodcast at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to thesrpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episode with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends. See you next Wednesday.